Peace, love, and light to the family. What's going on? It's the Prince Richie Moon. Welcome to the Richie Moon Show. Who's ready for story time with Richie Moon, baby? This is a story that I've been holding close to my vest. This is a story that most people don't even know that I have to tell. But the other day, when I was doing the Shameless Shane show, shout out to my guy, Shane, I was asked about, well, you know what? I wasn't even asked. I was with some people from Greenberg from my hometown, and I had realized, shout out to JT, shout out to Greenleaf Media, I haven't seen them in eight years. I haven't seen them since prior to this situation happened. And he had brought it up and we had text and he was like, yo, man, I was just grateful that you were willing to talk about it. And honestly, you know, looking at it, I feel like it was a life. It was a lifetime ago. I feel like it happened 22 lifetimes ago. And I do think this is a story that should be told. This is a story that I have rarely ever addressed. And there is my side, there is his side, and there is the truth. I am going to give you all of my truth. I am going to give you my perception. And people will, you know, they'll feel the way they feel. They will take the story out they want to take it it is what it is i am telling the raw uncut truth from my perspective so by the time this podcast comes out it will be march 27th 2023 but we're gonna rewind the clock back all the way to march 26 2015 around three o'clock in the afternoon so let me set this picture up for you let me set the landscape for it so i am with at the time my homie dean and we are at his baby mother's house in elmsford which is the next town over from greenberg from which i grew up at and we sitting there we're chilling we are babysitting his newly born daughter and his baby mother comes home. She is a male woman at this time. She She's a male man at this time because, I mean, yeah, she's definitely a male man. <laughs> because that's, you look more like a man than a woman. Anywho, she comes home, boo-hoo, crying. At this time, Dean has beef with these dudes from Elmsford. Actually, ironically, right around the corner from where we're at. And she comes home boo-hooming. Oh, Dean, they were following me. They were attempting to kidnap your niece and and all this. When I was in the White Plains Projects delivering mail and all this, she came home with the waterworks. She should, she's definitely, she, she should have definitely pursued acting. But anywho, 
so you know she comes with the waterworks and she's crying she's boohooing saying that these dudes is following her and attempted to kidnap their niece and you know they're saying all this stuff and all that so he flips out he gets angry now note his hand is in a cast at this time too and i also get upset too just following my boy like i mean i'm tired of this shit man blood demands blood or whatever even though there was no bloodshed right so we decide that we're gonna go and dean decides that he gonna go get that thing you know what i'm saying so at this time i was driving a 2014 burgundy excuse me maroon mini cooper paceman oh so fly and I had went home to switch out to the minivan. I didn't want a recognizable car. So we're riding down the street. Well, first off, he makes a whole bunch of phone calls to some people or whatever. I don't even know who he called, whatever. That's not even relevant to the story. So we're riding down Payne Street, right? And I say to him verbatim, yo, don't do some Denzel, American Gangster, Broad Damn Broadway type stuff. Now, to give context to that, in the movie American Gangster, Denzel Washington's character, Frank Lucas, goes up to Idris Elba's character and shoots him in the head in the middle of in the middle of the day, in the middle of Broadway, Broad Damn Broadway on Broadway, right? So I say this to him. He says to me that he's only just gonna pump fake. You know what I'm saying? Pump fake is like, you know, pull it out and you know what I'm saying? Just just pull it out, you know, just to show it off. So we rolled down the street. Man, I will never forget this. <laughs> so we're riding down the street. We made the left on the street. I forget what the name of the street is. As I am putting the car in park, I didn't even finish putting the car in park this dude hops out and starts shooting this is three o'clock in the afternoon kids are getting off of school he puts a plastic bag over a gun like because a plastic bag is gonna like silence it or do something whatever right that part and he just starts shooting now no i want to emphasize this part again as we're riding down Payne street i say to him do not do some broadway or do not do some broadway on broadway shit and that's exactly what he does now i want to know he is very dark of skin he looks like flavor flave he hops out with this hot red bubble face and he's he has a distinct look he looks like flavor flay so everybody's gonna know it's him no mask nothing boom 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 so he claps at them or whatever and for the purpose of this podcast he, he claps at them whatever and you know we speed off my i get I drop him off. My car gets chased by one of the dudes. I end up losing him, whatever. 
So we end up meeting at my homie Doug's house. We end up talking about the situation. And I just had an uneasy feeling. I had an uneasy feeling about it, whatever. Boom, boom, boom. So I take the gun from him. I take the gun from him just because I just didn't, the way he was, the way he did that, I just didn't, I, I, I felt like he was gonna get caught and it would be better if I had the weapon than he have the weapon. I'll come to see that that was my big mistake, right? So a couple of days pass. I think like, I think like two days passed. So that event actually happens on the 24th or the 23rd. And from, from what he told me, this is, this is what he told, this is what Dean told me. He told me that, well, hold on, let me, let me fill in some other details first. So he was at Doug's house. He went out to go get some cigarettes and somehow the police ended up grabbing him up for questioning. That's in the middle of the day. Then at night, the police come to my house. Now I thought it was the dudes that we had beef with. So I call my homie Doug, call my homie Joe up there. Boom, boom, they come up there. They was like, yo, it's the police out there. Now I told you, I'm gonna tell the truth. I'm gonna tell the truth, the parts that that even make me look bad because this was stupid for me to do. So I walk outside, right? Yes, yeah, so there's police outside my house. I take the gun out of my house and I throw it um, over the fence because there's like a lot of bushes and and, and, and shit like that. There's like the, the bushes are so high. Also, there's snow outside, right? And the bushes next door to me are super high in the sky, right? So I throw the weapon over there or whatever. I end up basically getting myself arrested by walking outside, all right? This is this is a trick that cops will play on you. I, I was just so stupid. Like basically, you know, the cops will tell you, oh, we got camera footage. We got this. We know you did this. That didn't even really phase me. What phased me was they said that they were gonna arrest my grandparents and the the, the thought of my grandmother and grandfather being arrested was just fucking crazy, right? So they end up finding the gun, of course. So obviously I get arrested. And honestly, at this point, I don't even, I'm not even really weighing the gravity of this situation. I'm really thinking that this is not even that big of a deal. So let's fast forward, right? And not to fast forward to skip over any details, but not every single, like just just relevant, you know, I'm just telling you the details that are relevant to the story, right? So obviously both of us end up getting locked up, right? So he tells me, this is words out of his mouth. He tells me his baby mother, the woman who is who started this whole chain of events went to the cops willingly willingly she willingly on her own went to the cops and told them everything which led them to picking him up which led to my house right this is what he 
told me. So we're in jail. We're doing our time. We're doing our time. And I'm only, and, and, and like I said, I'm only, I'm just bringing you the most important parts of the story. I mean, I can tell you about my, my day to day in jail, but that's not really relevant or progressive to the story. So the dudes that he ends up shooting at, they end up doing some other shit, right? And them, they themselves end up getting locked up. When I was in jail, I had a job. I, my job was giving the inmates uh, bed sheets and their, their, their uniforms. So I had access to the whole jail. So I'm walking around a whole jail, whatever. boom, boom, boom. So one of the homies had tipped me off to son that Dean had beef with. So I knew who he was, but he didn't know who I was. So me, I started talking to him. I started becoming cool with him. And then I, I asked him about the situation. And now, now this is like over like, this is over a couple of weeks, right? So I end up, I wish I could remember son's name. But I can't even remember son's name. So I end up asking son, like, yo, uh, what 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 happened with whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. I asked him about the whole situation about how they were supposedly following her and attempting to kidnap her he told me yo I never even seen son I never seen her that day um, nobody followed her nobody said anything to her da, 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 da. now now I want to know I want to double down on this part I knew who he was he did not know who I was. So in my mind, it's like, well, either you're just a pathological liar or you're telling me the truth. I went with, he was telling me the truth because his baby mother, like I said, willingly on her own accord with no pressure went to Greenberg police station and for some reason told the entire story which led to us getting arrested so I tell him this and he ain't even really trying to hear it he ain't even like I don't even remember what his reaction was I don't even remember what he said when I told him this but I told him like yo son like what the fuck he was supposed to get me exonerated from the case that didn't end up happening so when he got pulled into questioning he told on himself he told everything he did on my end like I said I'm going to tell the truth on my end I told the situation as well you know what I'm saying and, and boom so that happened so I'm telling something like yo 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 your baby mother's lying fam like like what's the deal like why does she like 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 why did why would she lie about this 
you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what son told me. I don't remember how that conversation went. I just know, like, he wasn't even really trying to even accept that. He wasn't even trying to really hear that. He just wasn't, he didn't really even care to hear that information. Now, at this point, we are deep into our, into our sentence. At least for me, this is my first time ever going to jail. At this point, so I spent 231 days in there. And at this point, we're at like day 185. We're like at day 190 or whatever. So he's supposed to get me exonerated. He never got me exonerated. That didn't happen. And it's not like, it's, and it's not to say that he wasn't trying. He was definitely attempting to, but you know, the law, he just, the law, you know, two, two black men, of course, they want to, for a violent offense, of course, they want to throw everything at us they want to throw the entire book like because you know son hopped out and shot in the middle of the day you know what i'm saying like there were little kids going out this is three o'clock in the afternoon <sighs> so i told him this again i kept like i, I kept relying like, like you know you can send kites in jail like i told son like you know like yo like this is what your baby mama did so finally, my bail gets lower. My bail was 50,000 and you have to pay 10%. So that's 5,000. So the, the judge finally lowers my bail to 10,000 and 10% of that is 1,000. So I end up getting bailed out. So you know, I still have to go to court still dealing with this bullshit. So my lawyer is telling me that I have to testify. I have to testify. I have to testify. It's the only way this is going to get done. Did I testify? Yes. Why did I testify? Because I testified because the whole shit was a lie. Like it was all a lie. And I'm not about to sit. I'm not about to sit here and spend years in 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 jail over a lie. Now they had been asking me to testify this entire time that I was in there. They had been asking me to do this the entire time I was in there. The reason why I decided to do it when I finally got out is because it was a lie, and I wasn't spending years in jail over a lie and that shit just didn't make any type of sense to me and all the questions that they asked me you know you know what you know what's ironic about it what's really ironic about this is i never even i actually did not see him shoot at them because I was putting the car in park and I heard the shots go off. I thought they were shooting at us, but it was him. So I had ducked. So while I was on putting the car in park, I ducked down because I hear the shots ring out. So I never actually seen him shoot at them. So like I said, when they picked him up and they brought him up for questioning, and I can only say this because I seen his confessional, he told on himself. He told on himself. Every question that they had asked me, 
they already knew the answer to. So, you know, some people are going to look at it like, oh, you know, a lot of people do look at it. Oh, man, you snitched. And for all the people that ever felt that way, nobody ever said anything to me, to my face, at least. And, you know, I felt sick after it. But in reality, when I testified, I didn't tell them anything that they already didn't know. They knew the answer to every single question that they were asking me because he had already told them that. So it's not like my testimonial was adding some new information. It's not like my testimonial was the was 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 unveiling this great mystery was was the evidence that they needed so i didn't really feel no way about it after it, i felt pretty sick you know some dudes in my hood you know they stopped fucking with me but i mean okay um you know when i look back at it do i like the fact that i did that no you know, of course, I wish the situation never even happened, but I don't feel any way because I know for a fact, if this was on truth, then I wouldn't have done that. You know, there is no justification for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I come from the streets. I know what time it is. Um, you know, it, 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 you know, you know, I remember Nipsey Hussle said, you know, there ain't no reason, no matter what. So people can look at it and, oh, you snitched or whatever. But honestly, I don't give a fuck. And the reason why I don't give a fuck about that is because, one, he, one, his baby mother lied. Two, his baby mother went to the police and set this whole, first off, she set this whole chain of events off by herself, period. Then she lied about the situation. Then she went to the police and told on it. Then he got locked up and told on himself. So why am I going to sit here and spend years in jail over a lie and you already told on yourself already? Like, I didn't, I, I didn't feel like that was a reason, you know, and... You know, you didn't even, son didn't even tell me what he was going to do. Like, if I'm willing to, if I'm willing to drive you over there, if I'm willing to switch cars and you tell me you're going to do A and then you go over there and you do B, C, D, F, and G, it's just like, what the fuck, my God? Like, if he had told me that that was his plan and that's what he was going to do, then they'll be like, yeah, you can go do that shit yourself. Because like I said in the beginning of the story, his hand was in a cast. So he couldn't physically fight. I was there in case a physical fought, a physical fight broke out. You know what I'm saying? So me not being wary of the eyes of March and uh, me being locked up 231 days. I was released on 
November, Friday the 13th. And I've never been back to jail since. I've never been in trouble with the law since. So, you know, after hearing this, some people may look at me different. They may not want to fuck with me. And I want to say this, I really don't care. Like, you don't have to fuck with me. You can say, oh, Moon, you, you broke the code. You, you didn't do all that. Listen, I done been in plenty of situations in my past where worse shit has happened. Nobody got caught. And I've also been in situations in the past where I have got caught for some shit and I kept my goddamn mouth shut. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it wasn't built off no lie. It wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't like that. So do I feel good about it? No, but obviously I'm sitting here. I'm doing a whole podcast about this. There is no real shame in it because I wasn't throwing away years of my life. I wasn't wasting, you know, Pac said, um, penitentiary is packed with promise makers. Never realized the precious times that bitch niggas be, you know what I'm saying? Never, never, never realized the precious time niggas be wasting. You know what I'm saying? There's so much time wasted in jail and I wasn't wasting my time in jail over a lot. Not for her. Not for him. Not when she set this whole chain of events off and then lied about it and didn't even have the nerve to even hold son down when he was in jail. She was probably fucking somebody else when he was in jail. She ugly as fuck anyway, so, you know, it's kind of questionable even why he will fuck with her. Like, you know, and, and it's, it's actually no surprise. I'm not even trying to talk down on people. This is just the cold, this is the stone cold facts, you know, you know, I heard from reliable sources that son was, you know, messing around with dudes anyway, you know, after the fact. So it's not even a stretch because his baby mother looked like a man anyway. So he might have always been in the trannies and I ain't knocking nobody that's in the trannies. But it's just like it's not a surprise to hear that he was, you know, that 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 he was that he was doing that because his baby mother looked like a tranny. And like I said, I'm not even... I'm not here to, to joke on her or to, do, to, to, to divert from that, but it's just not a surprise. Uh, last I heard, son wasn't doing good. I really, I, I hope that he gets his shit together. You know, that there's a child involved, you know what I'm saying? I really do. You know, at one, at one time, that was my man's and I'm like, I fucks with him, hard body. And then even when, when I seen him after, which is crazy, like dudes in my hood wasn't fucking with me. But when I seen him face to face outside the Galleria, recipes of the Galleria, because that's that shut down, I knew what time it was. I thought we was going to, you know, shoot the one. He didn't even want to shoot the one. He was good. Did I want to fight? No, I didn't want to fight, but I knew what time it was. I heard what he was saying from behind the wall. But when he got out and he seen me face to face, that shit was a whole different story. So anybody that feel any way, you can feel a certain way. You can rub that shit all over your chest because honestly, after jail, my life got so much better. I got my own place. I ended up getting a new whip, making more money, making more moves. And ironically, now eight years later, I find myself 
on this west side, on this west coast, riding in the ship, getting paid. And the reason why I'm able to deal with these circle, it's, it's interesting, it's ironic, is it not? That now, when I was in jail, the, the circumstances of being in jail helped me deal with being on this cruise ship and be able to deal with it in a breeze in a very easy manner. A lot of people, you know, uh, the, the, the mental starts to get to them being in these close quarters. You know, being on a cruise ship is kind of like being in jail. You know, of course we get to go out, we make money. Of course there's major differences, but it is similar in a way. But I'm able to deal with that because of jail. I'm able to deal with it in an easy way because of jail. So that is how I got caught up in the odds of March. Um, I've never told the story uh, on a public platform, you know. So some people may feel a certain way, but it's my truth. And it really it is what it is. It happened. It's in the past. It happened 22 lifetimes ago. And anybody that stopped fucking with me because of that, you was never really fucking with me from the beginning. And like I said, my life in every single aspect has turned up muscles, money, spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, my essence, my soul, my power, everything has leveled the fuck up. So it is what it is. It happened. It's in the past. And we are here now. Woo! And that, ladies and gentlemen, was story time with Richie Moon, baby. I thank you for tapping. And as always, you know, the sit down interviews that I usually do, I don't know when the next time I'll do a sit down interview or a build with somebody. But for anybody that likes my content, that likes, you know, that, that likes how I put it down in the Richie Moon show, I'm making more of a transition into doing the vlogs and to Moon's Eye View. I'm, I'm really focusing on that, but I'm still going to put out content on the podcast, but it's going to be different. I've embraced myself and all the aspects of myself. So now I'm going to start bringing more wrestling content, more TV show content, and just more one-on-one builds. How we doing now? So with that being said, peace, love, and life, family. Thank you for tapping into the Richie Moon Show. You know, maybe you might fuck with me after this. Maybe you might not fuck with me after this. But you know who fucks with me the most? I do. My family, my friends. So you either going to recognize a step aside or recognize a fall to my side. It is what it is. With that being said, this has been Storytime with Richie Moon, baby. Peace, love, and light. And I'll catch you on the other side.